Hey, this is Rachel True, and you're listening to GGR Pirate Radio. So I know on the last episode of, uh, of The Diner, you were mentioning that you were going to be doing an episode of The Overflow where you're going to talk about Final Fantasy VII. But um, like you already finished the game, right? Yep. Yep. I already, already finished it. And uh, after you finish it, you, you unlock hard mode, oh, which really? is kind of the uh, like the, the, the highest difficulty that exists for the game. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I'm uh, in the middle of another playthrough right now. Just so I can, you know, really dive in because I had a lot of fun in my first playthrough. Nice. And, and go ahead. No, I was just gonna say, like, from what I've seen too, like they've added a lot of depth to the game too. It's not just like the, hey, this is the exact same thing you played back in the '90s, only the graphics have been updated. Like, no, like they added depth to characters. Like, apparently, uh, was it Jesse? Jesse's like, you know, somebody important now, and not just like, you know, cannon fodder, basically. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's. I mean, you could literally say that about about all of them. Even even Tifa, who's a more prominent character, has a bit like you. You get there's a really cool scene early in the game where that's kind of a flashback to her and Cloud's childhood, where Cloud is tell, is saying like, "Hey, I'm going to go off and, and be a soldier. Like, I'm I'm leaving." Um. So so you get you get a lot more of their backstory. You get you get to see a lot more of their interactions. And in Tifa's case, like in the original game, I know. Like I mean, I'm sure you're you're familiar in in the fandom, the the all time debate of who's Cloud's true love. Like, is it Aerith? Is it Tifa? And pretty much, it you fall on kind of one side of of that if you played the game and been a fan of it for the 20 plus years it's been out. Um, but in in the remake, you get to see uh, more of his interactions with uh, with both characters, and actually the the creators created this uh, algorithm where you can certain thing you you can show more favor and unlock a certain scene that happens in I think chapter 14 of the game uh, you can unlock a special scene with whichever girl you have been showing more favor to over the course of the game so like if you're someone like myself who is a cloud proud cloud Tifa shipper, yeah. Uh, then <laughs> then you show more you know you show more affection and stuff with with Tifa and then you get to uh, unlock the the scene involving her or I'm assuming the is the, the opposite is true if you do it with with Aerith instead at that point in the game and um, I mean it's it's um, there's so much more too I mean you mentioned uh, Jesse having a bit more depth to her uh tifa too because uh even in the original game tifa was more just like oh that's cloud's friend from when he was young and that's kind of all she was like and and a member and uh, also being a member of avalanche but like you kind of get to you get more she has more personality to her even Aerith, Aerith was really annoying to me in the first game yeah and this one she has like she has a lot of flair to her she has some like she 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 has personality. Like I, I actually kind of liked her, <laughs> yeah, much more than I liked her in the original game. Made the decision um, a little, little less. <laughs> less oh no cut no and dry. no no! I'm I'm still rooting for the thing to happen. <laughs> no, you still no fuck, fuck Aaron. Like <laughs> I'm still I'm still rooting for the thing to happen. Oh, I got you. But yeah. uh, I will say um, that the now it, what's interesting is the way that this game is treated. And I'm going to go into more depth on when on when I do my review. Um, what's interesting is this version of the game almost feels like 
almost feels like it's an alternate timeline of sorts. Like like there's like like there's a universe where the events of the original game happened, and then there's a universe where the events of this game happen. I see. And I, yeah. and I say that in the sense of like there are these things that you see throughout portions of the game that keep popping up. Um, be and and when they pop up, it's like hey, this thing is supposed like this is destiny. That De- like destiny is for this to happen. Yeah. <laughs> And, and when things change and stuff shifts, you know, they're there to kind of make sure that it stayed, that it it, it kind of stays that way. And then they kind of go apish at a point where, well, that it's something changes, something major kind of changes um, that I won't spoil here. Um, but 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 it's, it's really interesting. And so, like, it, it's it's refreshing if you're a fan of the original. But it's also interesting because when whenever part two comes out. Like we're we're looking at perhaps major events playing out very differently this time around as opposed to the way they did in the original. So huh. I'm I'm intrigued. I won't I won't I won't say. I mean, unless you want to clip out the thing because there there's a a thing that happens at the end of part one that's like it it was kind of a foreshadowing thing, but it never happened in the original game. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Let's clip it. What is it? I'm curious. <laughs> <laughs> I live. Hey, there's Rambo. Rambo. Hey. hey. This sounds so much better. Oh, wonderful. Yeah, I had to update Skype and I um, restarted my computer because I probably hadn't done that in a month or two. <laughs> yeah, it's surprising like that that fixes a lot of problems. Like it's just just restart. Like, yeah. People always joke about that. Like that, that's like the BS, like tech support s- solution to everything. But it, it it actually works a lot. You'd be surprised how often that's a mm-hmm. solid solution to a problem like that. MC was just telling me about uh, the FF7 remake and how he's already done one playthrough and he has to do another one before he actually gives us a full like podcast. Jesus, it. it's that Christ. good. Yeah, there's like four, 40 plus hours of that fucking game. There's yeah. more that that. 40 hours is, is is like if you just do a straight playthrough with like the bare minimum as far as side quests. Yeah. Doing all the Man, side quests, I, you could probably I could probably last you like probably closer to like 50 or 60 hours. There's a there's a lot of side I stuff that you can so do. Happy that that game makes you happy, sir. But <laughs> oh, fucking yeah. hell. That was <laughs> honestly that was the game that made me go this is not for me. Really? <laughs> like, I I played that when it first dropped in middle school. Yeah. Um, and I was playing through the first disc, and and the buddy of mine who lent it to me, I I saw him on the bus. And I was like, "All right, I've been playing for like ten hours. I'm still on the first disc. What are the other discs for?" He's like, "That's the rest of the game." I'm like, wait. And I told him where I was, and he's like, "Oh yeah, you're like you're like a quarter of the way through the first disc." I was like, "I will return this game tomorrow." <laughs> I, I did not have fucking time for this shit. So at like 12, I was like, no, thank you. I'm good. That's so funny, though, because that's it, that's the exact opposite that I got, because I had a buddy who lent me his copy and I got I really got into it. It was the first RPG that I ever really played. And like for any of you like old school GGR fans, first off, hey, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for listening. This is our little cold open hey, where we yeah, just kind of chit chat as everybody gets here. Hey, all right. Um, 
so my buddy lent me this game and I started playing it and I, I fell in love with it. But I'm I'm big on story. I love story. I love back background, all this stuff. And I got to the part, the infamous part where Sephiroth shish kebabs uh, Aerith. And uh-huh. I was distraught. Like the next day I came into school and I was all like down. And my buddy's like, hey, man, you, you good? And I was like, yeah, I was, I was playing Final Fantasy VII last night. And uh Sephiroth killed Aerith and he goes oh dude and I was like yeah he's like it sucks doesn't it and I was like yeah man and like the way our the way our high school click worked is like everybody would kind of meet each other in the morning right like before we went to our classes we'd kind of like hang out like outside of one of they called them pods like there was the English pod the math pod all that stuff we would hang outside the pod and our friends turned and looked at us and they're like who you said Aerith Aeris Eric, is that a friend of yours that died? And we had this moment where our eyes <laughs> and, we, and we realized that if we tell all these people that we're distraught because of a video game character dying, that we're the biggest tools on the face of the planet and we're never going to hear the end of it. So we played it off like it was a friend of ours. <laughs> yeah, man, our, our friend died. Yeah. Got, got stabbed by a crazy alien ninja guy. It was fucked up. <laughs> like, <laughs> Yeah, this dude's... Stefan killed my <laughs> lady friend Eric. Yeah, that's the ticket. And it really sucked too because we just had this awesome moment where we're on this Ferris wheel. Where is the Ferris wheel? I don't worry about it. It's, it's a whole thing. <laughs> yeah. Don't worry. Yeah. It's none of your fucking business. That's where it is. <laughs> look, look, I'm in pain, okay? Let's focus on that. I am hurting right now. Uh, yeah, so. man. I it, it was it was the 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 first time. Or it was it was really one of the last times I played um, a turn-based RPG in any at any length. Um, and I was like, I just I, it's not for me. It's not for me. And I keep seeing every like everybody I know is like, oh my god, this game is amazing and it's so so awesome and it looks so good. And I'm just like. I'm I'm very happy for all of you. That's wonderful. I'm gonna be <laughs> over here playing Doom. Uh, <laughs> like, Pat him on the enjoy. head. Enjoy. Good, good, good for you. <laughs> That's why I haven't said shit about it online. <laughs> I haven't said word one because I have nothing positive to say. Like there's nothing to contribute. Hey, great great lesson to take away from this. If you don't have anything constructive to say say about it even like criticism of the game just shut the fuck up just don't say anything at all and i've been doing that and it's been great it's working out well for everybody yeah i mean that's that's great because what you just did was inadvertently or maybe you did it on purpose maybe you're just the the king of the smooth segues here (laughs) but what rambo did was he just gave you two options you could be a dick about something or you could just you know Mm -hmm. shut the fuck up so those are your choices that's what this episode is about ladies and gentlemen it's all about choices. You guys have seen the surveys going around Facebook. Make me choose between this one thing and this other thing and go. We're doing that podcast style tonight on GGR Pirate Radio. I have got, of course, myself, Mike Lunsford. Hi, how are you? Thank you for joining us. I've also got co-host extraordinaire. Normally the third leg today is the second leg. So I don't know. He's got two legs. One is a <laughs> dick. I would hope so. Yeah, uh, that metaphor is getting away from you. <laughs> hey, look, this worked when Steve's here, man. Okay, like, 
Any, anyways, it's empty, bro. He's here. Yay. Mm. Yay. <laughs> we've also got the wonderful and talented, and we've missed him so very much because he has been busy uh, working uh, and dealing with the unwashed masses who refuse to sanitize themselves or wear masks. His name oh, is James. Oh, Hello. God. <laughs> hey, everybody. I'm certainly not mad at Governor Ralph, Nor- Ralph Northam and his fucking inability to actually, you know, man the fuck up and take some responsibility. No, that's not bothering me at all. He was rather wishy-washy about the whole thing. He was just kind of like, you guys probably should maybe, I don't know, think about staying home for the most part sometimes. My my favorite part, so so when I was watching that press conference, it starts off and I was like, okay, so, like, I was at work um, when, when the announcement was made, basically, so so Hogan and Bowser both made their announcements, and then they're like, "All right, so obviously, Northam's going to say something, and it's going to, you know, we're going to have to like shelter in place." Um, and so I'm at work, and it's pretty quiet, but as it's been for the last month, uh, and I'm watching the press conference, and it starts first. I'm like, "Okay, yeah, so we're probably going to have to close up the shop tomorrow, um, or hell, maybe even today." Uh, and I keep going, and it keeps going. I'm like. Well, he's not actually committing to anything. It's the, it's the, uh, you know, it's the, it's the, the divorce dad. I'm shaking my finger at you because your mom said she's mad um, and I should be mad. So I'm, oh, you shouldn't, you can't go to the beaches. The beaches are closed. But, you know, if you want to go fish or exercise, then I guess you could go do that. You don't, don't you, just don't, don't go sunbathing though, because that's bad. But, but like, I mean, I guess if you brought a fishing pole and were, you know, fishing, I couldn't really tell you if you weren't sunbathing, because technically, I guess you're fishing, because the fishing is mostly just waiting. And, and I was like, what, the, what the fuck is going on? Like, this is, <laughs> there's nothing happening here. And then, at the end of the press conference, when they're doing the Q and A, someone outright asks, "Do non-essential retail establishments have to close?" And not even Northam. I, I don't know her name, but a woman steps in from off camera and says, as long as you can abide by the same guidelines we put forward in executive order 53, you're fine. I'm like, motherfucker. Just okay. say uh, yes. Just, just say, say yes. yes. All you gotta say. But then he's responsible. Yeah. Then he's actually has, has to like step up and do it and, yeah. and take the heat. If you know, I mean, inevitably when small businesses have to close. Yeah. So yeah, that's a lot. Yeah, I'm I'm very fortunate that my job has has been telework since March something. I don't even know. All the days have blurred together at this point. I don't even. Yeah. yeah, I don't even know what month we're in anymore. I don't even know like what year this is. Like it's just. I feel like we should just get a, a second 2020. Like it should just in December. They're like, yeah, you know what? We're gonna we're gonna hard reboot this and we'll just do it again. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm okay with that because I feel like this is going to be a lost year when all is said and done. Seems that way. I saw somebody on uh, on Twitter say, uh, you know, when all this is over, I'm going to party like it's 2019. <laughs> and uh, that really hit home. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, and it's one of those things, and we'll touch on this real quick, and then we'll jump into the episode. But it does, it does have the feel of nothing will be the same after this. Like, everything's yeah. going to change and honestly it should because think about like you know you know what how about this we'll pause we're gonna go ahead and do the intro start this up get our, our sweet intro music that we have uh we'll get into the this or that that we're gonna be playing 
Um, but we'll also talk about this a little bit too, because this is an interesting topic. Because I've seen a lot of things that have come out, like a lot of businesses that like the way they've responded. Like I think that after this is over, like the game stops, the hobby lobbies, they might be done. Like I think a lot of people are going to be like just washing their hands of the whole thing. But same thing with like. There's a lot of like food retailers, too, who have just not handled this well at all. Like Tyson Chicken, for instance, uh, Smithfield has not handled this well at all. Like they may see a massive drop in their product and like the support that the standard like buyer will do, because like it's it's all going to be different after this, man. Once we get out of this, fingers crossed when we get out of this, it's all going to be different. Yeah, one can hope. Yeah. On that note, let's go ahead and hit that intro. It's GGR Pirate Radio starting right now. your computations for time warp. You run around this city like it's your damn shooting gallery. Yeah, what do you do? What do you do? You act like it's a playground. You beat up the bullies with your fists, you throw them in jail, everybody calls you a hero, right? And then a month, a week, a day later, you're back on the streets doing the same goddamn thing. So you just put them in the morgue. You goddamn right. This is called Pirate Radio. Well, Jeff, my friend, today's the day you become a man. Well, maybe it's because I can recite all 50 states in a quarter of a second. This is called Pilot Radio. Lady, I'm afraid I'm going to have to ask you to leave the store. Who the hell are you? Name's Ash. Housewares. 69, dudes! It's four-leaf clover. Make a wish. Wish you weren't so f***ing awkward, bud. This is called Pilot Radio. Dylan! You son of a... Like, oh, these are stupid guns. Guns uh, are for jerks. <laughs> uh, Pam, I will end you. This is called Pilot Radio. It's like, yeah, no, action news. And now, your host, Mike Lutzford. <laughs> <laughs> I'm totally going to use that, too. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, my name is Mike Lunsford, and this is GGR Pirate Radio. Guys, we got a fun episode tonight. Playing a game, we're playing a little this or that. You've seen the Facebook posts going around, make me choose between this thing and that thing. 
we're doing the same thing. We had some listener and viewer participation. They gave us some pretty cool topics that we're going to go over. So we'll definitely be touching on that tonight. As I mentioned before, you already know the guests. You already know the panelists. You already know the hosts of the show. It's myself, Mike Lonsford. We've also got MC Brooks, who also has his own show, The Overflow, which will have a new episode as soon as he set, finishes uh, another playthrough on Final Fantasy VII. Yes, it's that good. It needs two playthroughs before you can review it. But we've also got, and we've missed him too, because he's been busy. He's been very busy at work. Um, but we've got him. You know him. You love him. His name is James Rambo. He's joining us tonight. Hey, hey. So what I want to do is before we get into this, the this or that thing, I want to talk about like, because it, it's the elephant in the room. Like a lot of people have been like, well, let's not talk about it because, you know, we want to stay positive and we, you know, we want to like think about other things. That's that's all well and good, but we still have to live our lives because it's still a real thing. And the quarantine and coronavirus and like all of the stuff that's going on with it, like Rambo, you shared it on Twitter. Um, the <laughs> the Karens of the world, uh, the anti-vaxxers of <laughs> Idaho, who have decided that it was a really, really good idea to, first off, go on Facebook and blatantly like say, hey, we're going to break the law because we're going to go to this park that's closed to the public and we're going to have a play date because – uh, constitution, uh, because this is America, like completely like forgetting that, yes, you uh, the First Amendment of, of the Bill of Rights does say you have the right to free speech, you have the right to freedom of assembly. But however, here's the problem with that. That is only in public places, because any idiot who has ever decided to protest, like, I don't know, let's say an Apple store, for instance, and they decided to go into Tyson's Mall and do so and then got arrested and was like freedom of assembly. They forget that private uh, property doesn't apply there. So. I don't know. Maybe we podcasted with somebody at some point who was dumb enough to do this shit and then got really mad when they got arrested. Oh, yeah. I don't fuck, know. Really? Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not going to name names or anything awesome. like that. But yeah, we all know who we're talking about here. <laughs> um, but that's that's the thing is like I, I get I get their point on the surface. But the problem with this is, is this is like high school level education. This is what. The Constitution says you're absolutely right. It does. But here's what you don't realize is that that doesn't apply everywhere, because when there is an emergency order in place, guess what supersedes that? And if they say this is closed to the public, because let's OK, the Washington Monument, that's a public place, right? Like anybody can go see the National uh, Monument. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Anybody can go see it. Right. Yeah. But here's the thing. OK, if it's closed, let's say it's two o'clock in the morning and you decide that you want to climb up the Washington Monument. Guess what's going to happen? You're going to get arrested because that area is closed. Jail. <laughs> You're going to jail because, yes, it is a public place and you have the right to assemble and all those other things. Right. But it is closed. You are therefore trespassing at that point. And if you can't get that through your simple-minded, anti-vaxxing fucking head, then the, you're not a hero. You're not a martyr. You're an asshole. And you're going to get everybody else sick. That's the point. Is like, Well, I mean, honestly, for them, they knew this anyways because they're anti-vax. So they're, they, they think that the best way for this to happen is to just let everybody catch it and, and then let the strong survive or whatever their fucking philosophy is. But like it's public health and safety. It's the reason why you can't take a dump in the streets because it's dirty. It's disgusting <laughs> Like because it can get other people sick, like a freedom of assembly. I'm allowed to take shit wherever I want. No, you cannot shit in the streets, sir. I'm sorry. You cannot. I thought this was you America. Here, folks. 
GGR <laughs> takes a hardline stance on yeah. shitting in the streets. No shitting in the streets. <laughs> and there's our next Sadly, we will not be debating this issue as we are all on the same page. <laughs> Let's do roundtable quick. How do you feel? Shitting in the streets. Go. <laughs> no. You know what? I'm actually against yeah. it. You know? I think you're going to have a bad well, time. Well, actually... <laughs> Funny you should say this. Well, I mean, I, I might not agree with it, but it's still your your, your right as an American. Uh, you know, shut the fuck up. Just shut up. While we're calling out people that we used to podcast with, boy, does that sound like another place too? <laughs> um, yeah, I'm on beer number two tonight, guys. So yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what? Like. My my I, I was telling Katie about that. Uh, showed, I showed her uh, that video today um, of the fucking the tiny mom march on the park. Uh, and they think they know it was right. just they think they're people. It's the most and like you hit the nail on the head. It's 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 high school level civics. Like this is this is like freshman uh, year freshman year civics class where you're like the Constitution is this big document and that's what the country's built around. Oh yeah, but they don't think about the context of any of these things. No. Um, and you, like you don't have the right to endanger others. Nope, Freedom right. of speech. Well, you can't yell like fire in a crowded theater because you are limited by what you can say and do because freedom isn't just op- it just just unerring and open ended. Like right. there are still limitations on certain things. Um, yeah. Another perfect example yeah. would be like, let's say, for instance, that I decided that James Rambo, because you disagree with the things that I say, that I want to call you, I don't know, let's say a terrorist. If sure. That, if that then infringes on your ability to make an, a living, to earn a living, it changes the way people perceive you. You literally can sue me for defamation of character. That but it's freedom of speech. Slander, I'm allowed to say whatever friend. I want. It's slander. It's it's libel. It's all these things, whether it's written, whether it's spoken, like you can get in trouble for this shit and you can sit there and you can yell freedom of speech all you want. But you're still a fucking idiot because mm. you have to be responsible mm. for yourself and your words and the things that you do again, i.e. referencing back dump in the street. Can't do it like you're responsible <laughs> for that. Like it's honestly, that should just be the thing now that we just we call it whenever somebody does this. <laughs> Trying to take it. It's all over here trying to shit in the street. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's <laughs> that's our new euphemism. Hey, we need yeah. to put that into Urban Dictionary. That's that's a GGR exclusive. <laughs> street <Perfect> shit. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's trying to shit in the street. <laughs> uh, this guy's got the sits. It does. T- <laughs> it does change the the connotation of starting some shit on the street. Um, <laughs> I'm just like, are you guys picturing it too? Yeah. Like somebody like squatting in the street, like and like a, an officer like grabbing us by the, the neck, like. <laughs> it's the scene from Bridesmaids. Don't look at me. <laughs> um, but yeah, and like the other thing about that video, and the thing that I'm in no way surprised of, but awfully ashamed of, is the sheer like. Let's play. Count the brown people. Oh, zero. Super weird. Look at all these white folks who are just like, I have the right to do whatever I want. And you didn't you see my card? Look at my complexion. I'm already burning. Fuck you. You are awful. Everything about you. And like when she's when she's 
first of all, when and she's like, oh, you're going to tell me I can't do this? You're going to tell me I can't do this? Fine. Arrest me. And she turns <laughs> around and puts her hands behind her back. Clack, and clack. the cop's like, okay. <laughs> clack, clack. And it's like, sir, she is a mom. Like, do you think there are no mothers in prison? Do you think there are no there are no people who've given birth in prison? Like, is that a, is that a, I don't understand. Like, does, does motherhood exempt you from going to jail? Um, right. Yes. Yeah. Just the most fucking absurd thing. MC, please give me a little perspective on here, since um, for this particular uh, conversation, you would be our representative person of color. Like, how fucking angry does this make you to watch white people do shit like this when you know that if any person of color were to do this shit, the whole park would have gotten arrested? Oh, yeah. I mean, now protesting is cool. (laughs) Right. right. now, now Now it's cool, you know, protesting a pandemic. Like I, I I don't even get angry because I'm it's I mean this I it's it's the kind of stuff I expect. All you can do is laugh at it and make memes like like me and so many others others do because I mean this is just the, the the entitlement you have like oh no one's gonna tell me what I can do or what I can't do so on and so forth. Yet you know it's kind of that that wasn't the case with a certain football player who hasn't played in four years. But whole other whole other conversation there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that, yeah, I, I don't get mad. It's just, you know, it's, I just laugh. It's like this is the the kind of entitled shit that you can't help but laugh because, <laughs> like, if you don't laugh, you'll what cry. The hell? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like, or get, or, or just get upset at just how utterly ridiculous it is. Yeah, like, it, just, best- it just goes to show like the bounds people will go to to be as selfish as they want to be. Exactly. Which is like, completely ironic since it goes against everything, you know, America seems to say it stands for as far as caring for your fellow person and so on and so forth. But that's the thing, man, is they don't they don't care. And like these are the same people guaranteed, guaranteed. If we look up Karen's Facebook page, there is a post on there that says taxation is theft. Guaranteed. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Like, I think the best part about it, though, was like, which we, which would which would ahead. be all the better, because one of the constant things they're saying through the video is we pay our taxes. <laughs> oh, you paid your taxes. Well, by all means, again, let me see your card that you are allowed to, you know, take the shit in the street, as we like to call it. The, was... the SIS card. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there was a tweet um, responding to uh that video and it was uh this person worked at a national park and the head security officer there got so sick of hearing people say we pay our you know i I pay my salary pays your taxes blah 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 um that he did the math to figure out how much money everybody actually contributes and it's about a nickel and he said so if anyone ever says I pay, you know, I pay my taxes, give them back their five cents and tell them to get the hell out of the park. <laughs> Here you go. Here's your refund. Get out. Great. Fuck off. I'll double it. You are no <laughs> longer, a, you right. are no longer a patron. Good night. Good day, sir. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Like people. Oh, people, man. Like the thing that, that got me though is like I I um I went to the post office today to uh to drop off some some goodies for our friends. Hey, our guys from Seventh and F came through, man. Max, the the fucking shirts are dope, dude. Like 
shout out to you, man. This is it's like the most comfortable shirt I've ever worn. If I wasn't already married, I would get married in that T-shirt. It's that comfortable. Um, <laughs> I I mailed it to MC Brooks. I mailed him his uh, his version of it, too. Um, and then um, we made those T-shirts for the uh, for because uh, we have some friends who, and listeners who are um, nurses and doctors. And two of them, as a matter of fact, work at Fairfax Hospital. And one of them is in ICU right now as a nurse. And the other one Jesus. is a doctor in ICU. And I, I took that G.I. Joe logo that says Real American Hero. And I put like that the doctor symbol, like the, the snakes and the and the staff and the wings and all that shit. The Caduceus. Thank you. The Caduceus. That just sounds like something you would say after you do right. something awesome. Right. Like <laughs> Caduceus. You hit the game winning three and you look at everybody and you go Caduceus. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I sent I sent <laughs> I sent them their T-shirts. Uh, we got more coming, too, because we have the one that I did. It's a play on the uh, the logo from Eternals, um, except, except I changed it to Essentials. So we have those coming, too. So we'll be sending those out real soon. But I, I walked in. Right. And first off, like it was a ghost town. Normally, it's always busy. That was kind of freaky. But secondly, like I my whole mindset has changed. I'm watching the people walking in to see one. Are they wearing gloves? Two, are they wearing a mask? Three, like just in general, do they have an air of um, this is not a big deal? Because you can just see it on somebody, you know, like the Mm -hmm. like that, like like they're just like they kind of carry themselves like they kind of stick their shoulders back a little bit. And they're like, look at all these people afraid of this. My body will fight it off. You know, like I saw people like that walking into the uh, walking into the post office today. And I literally just sat in my car and I was like, I think I'll wait until to feel like making love by bad company is done playing on the radio because <laughs> I don't want to go in there. Walking right around like yep. Rain walking through the, the yard and Shawshank like you got a, don't have a care in the world. Fuck you. God damn it. Yeah. But like shout out to um, she I've already mentioned in in, in <laughs> as me shitting on other people, uh, people that we podcasted with. Before. <laughs> um, I want I wanted to do the opposite this time though. Um, I want to give a shout out to somebody that we used to work with, and we still uh, collaborate from time to time. Um, and I just I love the shit out of her. She's an awesome person. Uh, Yolanda Harvey is a postal worker, and she busts her ass every day doing that job. And in the face of people not washing their hands, not wearing masks, she still does her job um, with the threat of Donald Trump not funding the postal service because he's a piece of shit. Like she's still doing her job, man. And like, just a shout out to any postal worker out there. You guys are the fucking real heroes, man. Like you have no job security whatsoever. The government says, go fuck yourself while they're funding like cruise ships and airlines, but fuck the postal service. Like I just like y'all are doing the Lord's work basically. And like, I I can't thank you enough for, for what you did. And I told the lady at at the postal uh, post office today, I was like, you guys are awesome. Thank you for doing this. And she's like, She's like, yeah, it's something. And I was like, well, I appreciate what you're doing. I was like, you know, if you guys ever need anything, like, I was like, do you want a Starbucks or something? She's like, no, I just had coffee. I was like, well, I might stop by later in the week and see if you guys need anything. Because, like, they're, they're, it's a thankless job at this time because people just expect the mail, you know? Yeah. Like, that's that's the other it's, thing. Is it's like, a given. Yeah. It's just – it's it's absolutely baffling to me. So, um. Anybody else have any hot takes on uh, coronavirus before we jump into the the meat and potatoes of the episode here? I know because Rambo, uh, I know I know it's been bothering the shit out of you, but like MC, I haven't really gotten to hear much from you because like you are working from home, correct? Yep. Okay. Yep. One hundred one hundred percent. And I'm 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 actually really glad that my uh, my job has basically told us like 
regardless of whether our, the area, D.C., Maryland, or Virginia ever at any point decides to open up, we're pretty much working from home for the foreseeable future. Like, they, they, they have a monthly discussion about, you know, just to look at the information. But for the most part, we're I'm going to be working from home for the foreseeable future, regardless of uh, what uh, uh, D.C., Maryland, or Virginia decide to do. Good. Rambo, Smart move. You're, Rambo, you're kind of in a different um, like stratosphere altogether because you can't do your job from home as a employee of a local Sadly, comic book shop. No. What's 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 going on with um, you and, and there? If you want to talk about it too, you don't have to, obviously. I'm, I mean I there's I don't know, man. It's really, really frustrating to just all these people acting like assholes um and even like even when people are are being responsible you know wearing masks and or gloves like the gloves i can kind of take or leave because cross-contamination is so easy to do and people most people don't even realize they're doing it um but it's just it's just been weighing on me man like it's so frustrating to know that no matter what I do at the end of the day, if I fuck up even a little bit, um, I'm going to be paying the price for someone else's mistake as well. Um, and like, I'm, I'm not that worried about getting it mostly because like if, okay, if I do, I'll, I'll get sick. I may get really sick. Um, but I think I'll be okay. Um, my worry is, you know, I live with my partner. I live with Katie and if she gets sick, um, aside from the fact that, like, you know, it's just fucking awful to infect somebody you live with, um, her, her dad is fucking 75. Yeah. He got out of the hospital maybe a month ago, two months ago, uh, right, pretty much right before all this started. If she gets sick, no one can take care of him. Now, he doesn't need, like, round-the-clock care or anything, but we are doing grocery runs for him. We are, you know... Uh, um, she, she is seeing him on occasion. Um, and if, 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 you know, if if she gets infected, that ends immediately. So the, the, just the narrow mindedness and the, the tunnel vision that these people have that are acting like nothing's going on or something is going on. It's not nearly as bad as people are saying it is. Um, I mean, shit, like, uh, you know, two of my best friends, just had to move out of the house they're living in because, you know, the the person that they've been living with um, is acting like nothing's happening. Uh, like he just went on a fucking vacation with a bunch of his friends and they were all you know, like went out, went out to restaurants, acting like nothing's happening, just hanging out. And so when he comes back, it's this whole thing of like, all right, well, like, what did you do? Where have you been? You know, could you take extra precautions while you're home for the next, at least for the next like couple, couple of days to a week to make sure that, you know, we don't get sick. And his response was basically like, it's not a big deal. Like, there's, it's not a problem. Um, and trying to peg them like, 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 uh, uh, bully them into a fucking argument with him because that's the only way he knows how to deal with problems is to fight about it. Um, and you know, in talking to, to them about their specific situation, it, it occurred to me that, you know, let me be clear. Anyone who's acting like nothing is happening or like whatever's happening is a big deal is full of shit. 
and you're being selfish and you're acting like an asshole. Like, hey, if you want to believe that, but you want to still maintain social distancing, keep a mask on your face um, and be washing your hands all the time. Great. Keep that shit to yourself. Um, but I honestly think that, you know, I say all that, that to say um, I don't try. I'm not trying to throw any compassion in these folks way, but I think a lot of it is fear on the part of uh, people who who on, on the part of those people that the way that they know how to handle things is it's much more comfort comforting to them to say, oh, this is a grand conspiracy. Um, it's not that that President Trump is an idiot and is doing things irresponsibly. It's that they're all working together um, to somehow make more money somewhere or another way. Um, uh, uh, it's, it's all these people conspiring because a planned conspiracy requires intelligence, forethought, and application. Whereas this situation is just, oh, fuck, the train's derailed. And for some reason is still like like driving through this field and we don't yep. know what the hell's going on. Um, like that's fucking terrifying. Um, so, yeah, it's just I'm very thankful for um, the, the people I work with who are all taking this very seriously. Um, you know, I'm, I'm not happy the store is open. I'm not. But I know that if we close, you know, there's three weeks for the payroll before we're out of money. So the only way right now for people to be, be making any money at all and sustaining themselves is to have the store open. Um, I, let me, so yeah, that, let me that's, that's kind of where I am right now. I want to interject on that real quick because I, I want to state that I am not against that at all period, because I understand the panic and desperation that comes from how the fuck am I going to pay my bills? How am I going to continue to pay my rent? How am I going to continue to feed my family? I understand that. I totally do. And I understand, like, I've got to go to work. Perfect example. There was uh, there's a barber shop down in uh, southwest Florida. We were watching the news the other day, and I saw this, and I thought this was interesting. They've said, hey, you know, you shouldn't be doing this stuff. You shouldn't be doing this stuff. The guy's like, I have no choice. I have three children, and this is our only means of income. And what I'm doing is, is I'm wearing a mask. I'm changing, you know, I'm washing my hands. I'm sterilizing every seat after every haircut. He's like, if people want to come in here, that's fine. But I'm making them abide by certain rules. And if they don't, they have to leave. Like, I get that because he's got structure, because there's rules, because he understands how serious this shit is. And he's scared out of his goddamn mind. What I can't abide mm -hmm. by, though, mm -hmm. are the people who act like this is no big fucking deal. Like I we drove by because there's um, they're building a new uh, baseball stadium down here in Fredericksburg for the new minor league team for the Nationals. Right. And I wanted to go see it because it's probably almost done because the opening day would have been um, tomorrow. So we drove by and it's it's awesome. It looks great. Um, but when we were on our way back, we drove past Lowe's and Lowe's was packed. I've never seen Lowe's that busy ever for oh. any reason. You know, and like what that says to me is I guarantee you that not everybody was wearing a mask. I guarantee you not everybody was abide, abiding by social distancing. I guarantee people weren't washing their hands or using hand sanitizer because, again, like this is like just an extended vacation for some people. They're like, great. Now I can do all this honeydew list stuff that I have, which, again, fine. But like the level of disrespect for this is just like it, it, it's not even that. 
it's not the childish again we're going back to this high school mentality of i'm young and my body is strong enough to fight off this thing because it's very possible that it is but people in their 20s are getting this shit and dying but also too you're not the only person on the face of the fucking planet so you might go to a mom and pop bakery that has to stay open because that's the only way that they can pay for their house because they now have a reverse mortgage because walmart took a huge chunk out of their business so they stay open out of desperation but you go in there you know be bopping and scatting around you know because no mask no hand sanitizing and you give it to the 85 year old man that's running this bakery and then he dies because of you that's the kind of shit that we're talking about that nobody seems to fathom like that's what bothers me about this the most. That's what makes me mad is that these people who I don't like doing this. I don't like getting political on GGR, but the people who will say um, I, I literally saw this on somebody else's page. I can't take a governor serious when they're saying that you have to shut down businesses when they won't shut down abortion clinics, because that means they have no respect for life. <laughs> oh Fuck yeah. Off. I got so I understand I understand there are people that we podcast with that are very anti-abortion and that's fine. But like now is not the time for this debate. Right. Now is not the time to say, well, I don't have to abide by social distancing because you haven't shut down abortion clinics. Like you can't say that you're pro-life, but then say Except for old people, except for the immunocompromised, except for people who might get this disease, who might die like Adam Schlesinger, the guy who wrote that thing you do, that song that's so fucking catchy, wrote almost all of the Fountains of Wayne songs like the dude was an amazing songwriter, was 50 and he fucking died of this disease. And oh, and it's only the immunocompromised and the elderly, right? I'm pretty sure 50 is not fucking elderly. Nope. Yeah. In fact, the uh, all the numbers seem to indicate that ba- the the people who have mo- who have been hit the hardest by it are people between the ages of twenty and forty. I just like um. This is why we need to have a this or that. Like this is why we're we're literally going to split this into two episodes. Like th- I think this was cathartic. I think we got to vent our frustrations about this because. J- uh, Rambo, you just mentioned I, I just almost called you James, which was weird because I never. <laughs> <do that>. Um. <laughs> Um, Rambo, you mentioned that this hits home because Katie's dad is older. Sandy's father just had a uh, pacemaker put in in the midst of all of this. He's immunocompromised. And I have to worry about this sort of shit. MC, I know that you're, you have to deal with it. We won't go into details unless you want to. But no, like, fine. It, no, that's yeah. fine. I'm diabetic. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I'm like, di- I, I am. I am one. I'm someone who's at risk. Every, in fact, everyone in my household is considered at risk. I'm diabetic. My dad is diabetic. My mom has, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, has uh, respiratory issues. Like yeah. it, it, I mean, it, like I'm, I've been fearful for literally all of us. I, I have not left my house in close. It'll, it'll be a month now. I, I, I started using the uh, Instacart and shipped and all this other stuff because like I, I, I'm deathly afraid, and, and like as far as I know, there there really hasn't been any cases where I live. But I still, I I, I just I really feel like I, I can't afford the risk because even no. like my my immune system, even even though I am diabetic, my immune system's been pretty good. Like I haven't been I haven't been sick in probably over two and a half years. Yeah. But even if I survive, like I can't say that about either of my folks. I, I can't say that they're they're older. They're in that the at risk 
uh, category because of their age as in addition to the issues that they have. So I just, <clears throat> I, 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 yeah, it, 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 it hits home. It hits, it hits GGR because Steve's wife just had a baby. She, her immune system is compromised because she just had a baby. They have an infant at home. Like he's, he, and he'll tell you too, he's very fortunate that he gets to work from home as well. But like, like how fucking scary is that? You bring this, this blessing into the world, a new child, but you now can't take the child out anywhere. The child can't see its grandparents because of this, because people aren't washing their fucking hands and they don't take this seriously. You know, like it, it just like said, like friend of the show, right. C. Gats, like he tested positive. Yep. He, he, uh, is on the road to recovery now. I'm very thankful that, that he, I am too. He's, like, that he's, he, he made it cause he, he tested positive and he's been, he's been in very good spirits throughout the entire, really has, enti- entire experience. But like not even with just, even, um, not for, for in me and Seth's case, we we've had other people within our circle who've also had it. Uh, a good friend of ours, uh, Gary, who we've done music with, we've done we performed with. One of the homies, he he I, he got like really really sick and was on a ventilator in early March. Or, excuse me, late February, and like he sounded awful. Like he 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 naturally has a very deep bassy voice, and he he sounded like it hurt to speak. When it, when he, when he would even attempt, like he was running out of breath, just trying to finish single words like "and" or "the," like it it was it was scary to listen to because I I never would have imagined that he could sound like that or that yeah. he would be in a in a position like that. Yeah. And I mean, this was before you know the U.S. was testing, so we don't know. We we'll never now know. But he's he had every single one of the symptoms like every single one even the lesser ones like like chills and and loss of taste like that that's frightening yeah it really is man and like what i want to do is i want to kind of put a bookend on this right so we 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 had our our cathartic moment where we got to vent about this um but let's uh, let's take our minds off of it Thank you for listening to GGR Pirate Radio. Make sure you check out our website, greatgeekrefuge.com, for all of our awesome articles and wonderful podcasts. This has been Pirate Radio Network production, Juice Bags. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, boy!